Good morning and welcome to the Camel Kindle Podcast. We're excited to be back here with you guys, engaging scripture together. Today I'm here with Jonathan. Good morning. And we're going to continue in our series on Exodus, reading through that. I'm going to start in Exodus chapter 7 and just read through a whole bunch of verses. So, starting in Exodus 7, verse 1. And the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command you, and your brother Aaron shall tell Pharaoh to let the people of Israel go out of his land. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and though I multiply my signs and wonders in the land of Egypt, Pharaoh will not listen to you. Then I will lay my hand on Egypt and bring my hosts, my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great acts of judgment. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring out the people of Israel from among them. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When Pharaoh says to you, Prove yourself by working a miracle, then you shall say to Aaron, Take your staff and cast it down before Pharaoh, that it may become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord had commanded. Aaron cast down his staff before Pharaoh and his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh summoned the wise men and the sorcerers, and they, the magicians of Egypt, also did the same by their secret arts. For each man cast down his staff, and they became serpents. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Still, Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he would not listen to them as the Lord had said. In Exodus chapter 8, starting verse 7, it says, But the magicians did the same by their secret arts, and made frogs come up on the land of Egypt. Verse 18 and 19 says, The magicians tried by their secret arts to produce gnats, but they could not. So there were gnats on man and beast. Then the magician said to Pharaoh, This is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he would not listen to them, as the Lord has said. So from these verses, we can see that God has hardened Pharaoh's heart to not be able to see the works and the supernatural powers which come from God. Pharaoh was blinded to God's power over nature and was not able to recognize God's influence. Yeah, and in these passage, in these verses, when all these things happen with the staffs turning into serpents and the frogs coming, with the magicians are able to go and replicate that. But then it, it gets to the gnats, and magicians can't do that same thing. And even though the magicians are saying, this is the finger of God, and those people that are surrounding Pharaoh are looking at him and saying, this is the finger of God, Pharaoh's heart was still hardened, and he wouldn't listen to them, even though everyone around him was telling him that it was God. In Romans chapter 9, verses 14 through 21, it says, What shall we say then? Is there injustice on God's part? By no means. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. So then it depends not on human will or exertion, but on God who has mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this very purpose I have raised you up, that I might show you my power in you, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So then he has mercy on whomever he wills, and he hardens whomever he wills. You will say to me then, Why do you still find fault? For who can resist his will? But who are you, O man, to answer back to God? Will what is molded say to its molder, Why have you made me like this? Has the potter no right over the clay to make out of the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for dishonorable use? In these verses, Paul explains how God does everything in order to fulfill his purpose and will. God had to harden Pharaoh's heart in order to eventually free the Israelites from their bondage. 
Although it may not seem like it, everything that happens in your life has a purpose in God's will. So go about your day and try to recognize God's power all around you. Mm -hmm. And even when it may seem like it's not God or all these things that happen, who are we to question God's will? It talks about in Romans, the passage we just read towards the end, 2021, that has the potter no right over the clay to make out of the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for dishonorable use? But who would the clay be to question that potter and to say, hey, why did you make me like this? But no, the potter is the one who understands that. The potter is the one who has control over it and understands what's going on and makes each one for a reason. In that same way that the potter has dominion over the clay, God has dominion or control over our lives and knows everything about them, but does everything for a purpose in order to fulfill his purpose, in order to fulfill God's purpose and God's will. As Jonathan mentioned earlier, try and go about your day today and recognize God's power all around you, and that is God's will being fulfilled and God's purpose, not our own. Please join me in prayer. Dear God, thank you for another day together. Thank you that you have a will for us to follow and that you have a will for our lives. You have a will for my life. You have a will for everyone's life. And God, we know, we don't know what that is, but you do, God. I pray that we would all be able to trust in that and trust in your will for us and see your will, ask for your will to be shown to us throughout our lives and throughout our days. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining in with us on the Camel Kendall podcast and engaging scripture with us. We'll see you back here on the next episode of Camel Kendall podcast. Bye. Bye.